I don't have any clue what we're going to talk about this week. Hey, before we get too involved, can I go grab me a drink real quick? Really? I like literally just hit record. Oh. And you're, like, never oh. mind. Oh my God. I said never mind. Go get you a drink then. No, no, no. I don't want to be an inconvenience to you. <laughs> I can always pause it. No, don't do that. No, it'll, it'll be fine. I don't even want to talk to you tonight. I'll just sit over here and die of star- you know, thirst. Starvation? No, thirst. you almost said starvation. That would be incorrect. Hey, you can live off beer, okay? Shut up. Is that what you were going to go get us, beer? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pause it, and then you have to go get you some beer. So hang Why? No, but seriously, don't pause it. I'm not going to get up. <laughs> I'll do without. Well, I mean, you don't have to do without. That's how you'd rather it be. You don't want me to get in I know, cause just because I'm a mean, horrible person, and I want you to suffer all the time. That is the only reason I married you, because I want you to just be the most miserable person in the world. That's not the reason you married me. <laughs> That's your reason for living. <laughs> Honey, if, if I wanted you to be as miserable as possible, I would have left you in your last marriage. What's <laughs> up, <laughs> that guy that got kicked out of his house or whatever and told her you know his wife told him to get out and leave she's like i hope you live a long and horrible miserable life you asshole he's like so what so now what what so now you want me to stay or what <laughs> that's awful <laughs> I, I you know i'm glad we get along i you know i'm glad i think we've got a good marriage i'm i, I can't well i don't even know how to put it it's just it's kind of like we go together like peas and carrots. Like peas and carrots. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have a whole lot to talk about this week, but we are going to come up with something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is the Dallas game tomorrow. Totally. It's the Dallas and the Eagles. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to end up not finishing the game because I don't start till like 7 o'clock at night. 7.20. Yeah, you're going to be in bed by like 8, 8.30. And I'm probably going to be following along behind you by 9 or 9.30. Yeah. So we're not going to get to see the end of the game. But I'm hoping that the Cowboys, like, beat the brakes off the Eagles. It'll be interesting because if they do, then they'll both be 10-3. and I think they could because this Eagles team this year, it's it's a good team. It really is. They're playing well. They're doing well, uh, you know, against better teams. You know, so, so they're doing very well. But historically speaking, the Eagles have been the Cowboys' bitch. Yeah. We have beaten them way more than they've beaten us. And, um, you know, so I, I don't know what this year is going to hold. Um, the Cowboys have only beaten one team with a winning record. And when they beat yeah, that team. Yeah, but that's not really their fault, though. I mean. it's just, it, Yeah, I mean, it's just the schedule they've had this year. I mean, you never know. I mean, who thought the. Fucking Detroit Lions will be leading their division this year. <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't guess that. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that because the, the Lions have always sucked. They're like, they're like the uh, the freaking Browns. Jacksonville's back in first place in their division. <laughs> this is a weird year for football. You get that one shitty division. I can't think of who it is. Like the the leader in that division has a six and six record. Oh God. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah, they're horrible. But um. I saw a um, I saw an inter- I guess it wasn't an interview, but it was a panel 
mm-hmm. these uh, four guys that were talking about that were talking about the the football and uh, talking about the Cowboys specifically and. Um, I've got to get the guy's name that was such an asshole about it. But these four guys are sitting there talking about all this stuff and, uh, you know, how the season is going to be going. And then one of them happens to mention, oh, by the way, Dak Prescott is going to be a father in March because his girlfriend's pregnant. And, you know, three out of the four of them was like, oh, man, that's great. You know, that's going to be awesome for him. You know, he's going to be so excited to have a new baby. One guy... The white guy, <laughs> like this was this was like four guys and one of them was white, right? He starts going, "Oh, that's the worst thing that could possibly happen to Dak. I don't know why he would let something like that happen. That's just horrible." And the other guys are like, "Well, you know, why would you say that's horrible?" He says he doesn't. And the guy was like, "Well, Dak doesn't need these kind of distractions. He doesn't need the distraction of a baby, of a potential baby, you know, to to take his mind off the game." And, you know, everybody knows that that this woman is, you know, distracting him from the game. And then he goes on to say, and they're not married. I mean, he's got to even worry about whether or not his girlfriend's a gold digger. Because now she's trapped him with a baby. (laughs) And I'm sitting here thinking, like, what? (laughs) I can't decide if the man is racist, if he's just... A horrible person like I can't I can't figure out what this man's motivation is but he was sitting there just talking all kinds of shit about Dak Prescott's girlfriend and how she was a gold digger and how she's gonna distract him and all this other stuff I'm sorry Dak Prescott is a professional professional a, athletes have kids all the time yes they do and Dak Prescott has had to deal with things that were far more life-changing than a baby coming into the world. Um, when he was playing in college, his, his mom passed away, and he had to play through that. Yep. And then here, I think within the last couple of years, his brother um, also passed away. Um, he, he, uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to go into what happened, but um, his brother passed away like in the middle of a season. And he had to deal with that, and he played through it, you know? I mean, these guys are professionals. <coughs> a baby is not going to distract him from the game. And if it was going to distract him from the game, she's been pregnant this entire time, and he's still the number one quarterback in the league. Or pretty close to it. He's in the top. As far top, as stats go, he's top, in the top. Top one or two. I mean, he's right there. He's doing pretty good. I mean, Patrick Mahomes might be better, but Patrick Mahomes doesn't have anybody that can receive. <laughs> his, his receivers were so terrible this year. I feel so bad for him. It's a running gag on TikTok that the, he's got nobody that can catch for him. <laughs> you get him some of that stick them they had it uh, in, on the replacements. Yeah. Coach, I look like I just jacked off an elephant. <laughs> you notice know don't look natural. You don't. You notice, know right? <laughs> Well, it, uh, freaking C.D. Lamb, if anybody has got stickum on his hands, it's C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Because that one-handed catch he made about two weeks ago, yeah. holy crap. I don't I don't understand how he controlled the ball, just, like, caught it. That just, dude's just a fucking highlight reel. Ooh, he is. He's good. Um. Okay, so that's all. I'm looking forward to the Dallas game. 
I'm excitedly waiting to see who's going to go to the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be the 49ers that go to the Super Bowl, honestly. I just don't know who they're going to play. I was thinking it'll be the Chiefs. It might be the Chiefs. We'll see. If they keep playing like they've been playing, but I don't know. know. They've had some bad games. Apparently everybody's had some bad games this year. (laughs) Yeah, six and six. (laughs) Um. I'm going to have to tell you what happened when I was at work this morning. Uh, I had a guy that came over to the to the rental desk to get a car, and we were chit-chatting, and he had to give me his email address, and his email address was a Hotmail. Right. You don't see a whole lot of Hotmail accounts. It's, no. it's just, you know, most people are Yahoo or Gmail. So if they have a Hotmail account, that's one that they've had for a little while. And I, I made the comment to him. Um, I was like, well, you know, I said this. Uh, what tickles me is when people come up here and they give me an AOL address. Because I know that they've had that for a long time. <laughs> they have had that. That is the OG email address right there. And uh, then he looks at me and he goes, you know how to shut up a millennial? And in my mind, I'm going, oh, God, what are you going to say? Like, what is this doofus wad going to say? Right. No, how do you shut up a millennial, sir? And he looks at me, he goes, just ask him about MySpace. And he just got this shit-eating grin on his face and walked away with his keys. Like, that was his little mic drop moment. And I'm like, sir, you're barely older than me. If you're older than me, it's not but just a few years. I am one year away from being a millennial. I know what MySpace is. MySpace existed into... What, the early 2000s? Millennials know what MySpace is. Most of them got their start on MySpace. On MySpace. <laughs> and we all learned how to code. Because <laughs> you got to code when you're on MySpace. You know, and I, uh, I, went, I uh, went to a group that I'm in on Facebook, and I, and I posted the interaction that I had, and everybody's, like, backing me up. Like, yeah, like, I was born in 96, and I was on MySpace. Like, what is this guy thinking? And all we can figure is that he's just using millennials as like a placeholder for anybody younger than him because millennials are like the oldest millennials right now are 42 years old (laughs) they're not kids (laughs) i think he's thinking of generation z yeah which is the one that followed after the millennials and he's trying to you know just tar all young people with the same brush i went back and i looked up his birthday it was 1976 i'm like you're not that much older than me (laughs) So you're talking about the age of people are like I saw a thing a while ago. Uh, what's that Christmas movie that you like watching so much with Chevy Chase? Mm. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. When that movie came out, mm-hmm. there's a scene where he's watching old Christmas videos from when he was a kid, mm-hmm. and it had the year on it mm-hmm. from that year to the year the movie came out. Is the exact amount of time, or exact amount of years from when the movie came out until now. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I saw that. I went, some bitch. <laughs> well, somebody pointed out the other day, you know that 70s show? Yeah. Okay, so it was made in the late 90s, early 2000s, about 1974 or 75-ish. Okay. If it was to be made now, it would be about the year, like, 1999. 
the year 2000. They're going to party? And that pisses me off so bad. I'm like, no. Because when, in my head, when I think about 30 years ago, I'm thinking 1975. And yeah. then when I think 10 years ago, I'm thinking 1992. Like, I don't know why my brain does that. But no, 1992 was 31 years ago. Like, what the fuck? Where, when did I get old? I don't, I, uh. I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> You're getting old, though. You know what? <laughs> You're older than me, Craig O'Robber. <laughs> I think we've told this story before. Uh, we have. And I'm going to tell it again. Yeah, you you've told it. But, but I'm going to tell it again, though. You've told it before, like, several times. I don't care. You've it makes it me, several times. It makes me so happy to tell. <laughs> you, 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 you said... Don't keep bringing up old news. Nobody wants to hear that shit. <laughs> sure they do. <laughs> no, they don't. That's old shit. <laughs> so Thomas... When he was in college and he broke up with her because she was too young for him and it turns out she is my age. <laughs> I was a senior in college and I... <laughs> she was still in high school. <laughs> a senior in high school. Still, she was, like she legal. was 18. Yeah, she was 18. But, you know, e- even if she wasn't, the age of consent in Texas is 17, so you're good there. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, um, yeah, he, uh, we are the exact same weird. age. And uh, he broke up with her for being too young. So I'm too young for him. And I'm going to carry that forever. <laughs> I like to uh, point out the fact that when he was a senior in high school, I was in the eighth grade because it always makes him feel gross. (laughs) And that look that you're giving me right now is worth it. (laughs) What are you doing? What are you trying to count? When you were in the eighth grade, oh I was... Oh, my God. You were in fourth grade. <laughs> yeah. Third grade. Third or fourth grade. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> when you What? When you were a freshman or when you were in eighth grade? Well, because if I was a senior and you were in eighth, so that would be... Go back a year. It's 11-7. Mm-hmm. 10-6. 9-5. Mm-hmm. Eighth grade. Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Yeah. Seven... Third, six. So when I started junior high, you were in second grade. <laughs> I hope that makes you feel gross, old man. <laughs> but you know, I, I tease you about your age. But hey, I snagged me a young girl. I, that's I, right. I'm proud of that. That's right. But you're only as old as you act. You're only as old oh. as you feel. Okay. You're only as right old. now I act in my teens. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm about 120 right now because <laughs> my fucking legs are killing me. I was I was actually just pissing to get into that. We we didn't go to the gym today. We um I had to work this morning and um we we just had too much stuff to do this afternoon, so we didn't go to the gym. But we went yesterday, and our trainer was there. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure he was mad that we missed so many days this week, and he was trying to kill us. <laughs> Every time we miss too many days, that motherfucker 
always bust out with leg day every damn time yeah and i'm like you don't realize dude you're doing that you're making me to where i'm too fucking sore to go for another two or three days <laughs> we did this one exercise it was a reverse lunge but it wasn't just a simple reverse lunge we were standing on a weight which got us about what four inches off the ground no, three inches off the ground two and a half uh, whatever so the the thickness of the weight we were standing I on like that how you measure though I know. It's about four inches. I know. <laughs> I got that male measurements going on. Um, so we're standing on the weight as a platform, and we have dumbbells in each hand, and we have to do a reverse lunge off that weight. To where your knee touches the ground. To where your knee touches the ground. And so you're doing it off a raised platform, so it's making you get deeper into that lunge. Oh, my! I thought I was going to die. And it was a it was a superset with a dumbbell lift where you had to take a my my dumbbell was thirty five pounds and yours was fifty, um, and you had to do a squat, pick up the dumbbell, and then do ten more squats holding the dumbbell. And that was a superset with the reverse lunges, which means you went directly from one directly into the other. I thought I was gonna die. I, I really did. I had only eaten one meal that day, and it was like at 9 o'clock in the morning, and I hadn't had any food. I seriously thought I was going to die. <laughs> I feel good, though. <laughs> it felt nice to sweat like that and to be tired. Yeah. But holy crap. <laughs> then we had to do squats with the damn cable thing, pulling it up while we were standing up. <sighs> Fucker. And then we did abs. Where you well, have abs are easy though. But you, for some, I don't know why, like your body was like not coordinating into the type of like leg lift he wanted you to do. Well, because see, I was doing it the exact way he showed me to do it. You were doing like this little smooth out and in thing. Uh-huh. The way he showed it was legs out, pull in, go down. Uh huh. That's what pull. I was doing. No, you were doing like a solid, uh, like one big, like a looping motion. But he told me I was doing them right. But I did it the exact way he did it because he pulled his legs out and held them there for a second and then pulled them in and then went down. And that's what I was doing. So mine, I was going out, in, back out, down. No, you weren't. That's what I thought I was doing. No. Okay. You were just kind of swinging your legs up and then bringing them in and going down. And you would swing your legs up and bring them in and go down. Still hurt. It was hard to do. Why is that dog over there loving on you? Because she needs daddy. He's cheating on me. Yes, my boy, huh? He did not like Say it. Say hi. Either. Say bark, bark. <laughs> bark, 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 bark. Bark, bark. <gasps> Such foul language. <laughs> he did not like it when you had Ikora out earlier. No, he didn't. Of course, he sat up here next to me when I had her and didn't realize. And once he realized, he got down. Ikora is the snake, um, in case anybody listening doesn't know. Uh, but yeah, Ditto, Ditto did not like the snake being out. You know that dog licks his own butt and you're letting him lick your face. He's not licking me. He's trying to. No, he's not. I see that little tongue coming out. He's not licking me, though. Look him showing you the little teethies. <laughs> he's got an underbite, so his, his bottom teeth show when he smiles. <laughs> it's so cute. <sighs> I have got some horrible, horrible stuff to talk about, so I want to get it out of the way. If we can Yep, go ahead. So I want to start with something funny first. No, don't end on the other shit. Okay, so you want me to end on something funny. Okay. Um, There is a woman in Texas um, who is pregnant right now. 
Um, she um, is pregnant with a child that she wants very, very, very much. They have two, she and her husband have two other children, and they wanted a third, perhaps a fourth, perhaps as many as they could possibly have. This woman wants children. However, this pregnancy was found to have, the, the fetus was found to have trisomy 13, which is a 100% fatal illness when, for, the, for the child. When I was still in Texas in my first marriage, a close friends of ours that went to church, mm-hmm. they had a child that had that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think it's like 99% of cases end in a death of the fetus. Um, either before the birth or shortly thereafter. Um, most of them live. I don't remember theirs. If I think theirs might have been shortly after, like mm-hmm. a few minutes. Yeah. Well, if they make it, like if they live past the birthing process, most of them pass away minutes to sometimes days after the birth. But it is a pretty much one hundred percent guarantee that this baby is not going to make it. Yeah. And the baby is, babies feel pain after 23 weeks. This is not pleasant for the baby. It's struggling. Mm -hmm. This woman would like to get an abortion because the baby is not going to make it. And why would you cause a baby to suffer if you could help it? Well, in Texas, they have a almost 100% abortion ban i think they have exceptions for um, the life of the mother however her life is not in immediate danger like she's not in the hospital right now almost dead because of this pregnancy she's been to the er about four times due to bleeding and other problems associated with the pregnancy the entire pregnancy is complicated and if it continues to the point where she gives birth, she is most likely going to lose her uterus right. along with the pregnancy. So it's going, to, it's going to cause her to not be able to have any other kids after this. Like, like this is it. Um, so she wants to go ahead and get the abortion to save her chances at having another healthy pregnancy um, and to save the fetus from suffering. Um, she has petitioned the courts in Texas to allow her to have the abortion. Um, basically, she got a restraining order against the state of Texas asking for this abortion. Uh, the judge granted it and said yes. And, and she was like crying when she did the ruling. She said it would be an absolute miscarriage of justice for you not to be able to get this medical procedure that you desperately need to potentially save your life and to save your future fertility. Well, Ken Paxton got involved, and I don't know if you know who Ken Paxton is, but he is one of the most deeply corrupt motherfuckers in the entire state government. Right. He has been under indictment for the last eight years uh, for corruption, taking bribes, and other illegalities that he's been dealing with the state. The motherfucker keeps getting reelected. I don't know how, but regardless... He's, he's the, the state attorney general. Um, he was also impeached by the Republican Party. He just wasn't removed. Um, <clears throat> so he views that as a mandate that he can just do whatever the fuck he wants to do. 
So Ken Paxton has gotten involved in this abortion case and has told the woman and has told all of the hospitals in her area that if they go through with this abortion, he is going to prosecute them to the full letter of the law and throw them all in prison for felonies. And he's also going to fine them if this goes through. So he's threatened the hospital, all the doctors, and anyone who could possibly be involved with this. On top of that, Texas has a vigilante law that allows anybody to sue anyone else for an abortion. So anybody in the state of Texas can also sue this woman and anybody involved and get $10,000 a piece Mm -hmm. out of this. This went to the state Supreme Court. The state Supreme Court has stayed the lower court's ruling to allow her to get this abortion. And so now I don't know where it goes from here. I don't know where this goes from here. But this entire situation just proves that these people who are claiming to be pro-life are not pro-life. They are pro-forced birth. Yep. And that's it. They don't give a shit what happens to the baby once it's born. They don't give a shit about the women. If they cared about the potential for life, and if they cared about babies, they would care that this woman could lose her life and her two babies would be motherless. Her two current children would be motherless. They would care about the fact that she'll no longer, if she survives it, will no longer be able to have any future children. Like, that's it for her. And this is destroying a family that needs a medical procedure to sustain their life. I mean, I saw something earlier today that asked, why why can't Ken Paxton be sued for practicing medicine without a license? Because that's what he's doing. Yeah. He's telling the doctors they don't know what they're talking about and that he does. And he is inserting himself into these medical decisions. I want the same house that needs to fall on Sarah Huckabee Sanders to grab Ken Paxton and Greg Abbott on its way. Yeah. Because I, these. I can agree with that. Yeah. But what, 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 this, what this goes to show is that the quote-unquote pro-life people don't give a shit about life. It's all about controlling women, and it's about cruelty. It is 100% about cruelty. Children are a consequence. If you didn't want this to happen, you shouldn't have had sex. Well, this woman is in a loving marriage. What is she supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> this was a wanted pregnancy. This was not a mistake. This was not an accident. This was not one of those, oh, we're just using it as birth control bullshit. This woman wanted this pregnancy. And conditions are not there for the baby to live. This is already hard enough. And forcing them to have a baby that they know is going to die in their arms, that is unbelievably cruel. Unbelievably cruel. Make them hold it and see it. Watch it die. And that's what's going to happen. That is exactly what's going to happen. And let's say that this child beats the odds and lives for a week. They're going to have to live at the hospital for a week, pay those doctor bills, knowing that this child is going to die at any minute. Yep. That is 
I, that kind of psychological torture is the kind of stuff that the Geneva Convention prevents. You know what I mean? Like, like you can't do that to prisoners because that's a war crime. But, the but they're state all of, doing it in, in, because of their religion? Yeah, because of their religion. Which kind of made me think I saw one of the day. It was a, it was a doc. This guy was, you know, it's like a quote unquote doctor, you know. <clears throat> and he was pretending to be a doctor, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a comedy thing. And he said, you know, like he was going to this lady and saying, hey, you know, you, you are now cancer free. And she goes, oh, thank the good Lord. I prayed so hard for this. And he goes, why are you thinking him? Let me see. Looking through the charts. Hmm. See, my name, nurses' names, and all these other people, radiology, people did the chemotherapy. Hmm. No, I don't I don't see his name on here anywhere. Well, he's the one that gave you the ability to uh to cure me and all this stuff. And he's like, Huh. Well, let me check again, you know. I'm and I I'm not saying, you know, I'm I'm the one that diagnosed you and all this stuff. He started going through this, but but if you want to give him credit Give credit where credit's due, because uh, the way you, you your religion goes, um, he he he's the one that gave it to you. Yeah, <laughs> he's the one that gave you the cancer. He's the one that gave you the cancer. <laughs> I'm the one that got rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like maybe if he wouldn't have given it to you in the first place, I wouldn't have to spend weeks on end giving you having you do chemotherapy and other treatments to get rid of it. Right. <laughs> and she was like, oh, but uh, he, he gave you the ability to, to know how to do this. He's like, well, I don't think God contributed to that medical degree. Oh, you see that? Yeah. Okay, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see him on the diploma, and he certainly didn't kick in for the cost. Yeah. <laughs> I think I sent that one to you. <laughs> oh, was it? Okay, I, mean, yeah. I just remember seeing it. I didn't know what, why, where I saw it at. But. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Kind of enjoyed that one. Yeah, I like that guy. If he ever comes here, I want to go see him because he's funny. Every time I've seen him, I'll have to, I'll have to get his name. But <laughs> speaking of medical procedures and comedians, remember we talked about Matt Reif and how he's just basically torpedoed his entire career by being a little fuckboy. Yeah. So um, there's some decent evidence out there that he's had jaw implants to like make him look more like sexy or whatever like to appeal to this crowd that he wants to appeal to because if you see pictures of him from about five years ago he doesn't have that sharp jawline that he suddenly has now so nobody's really said anything about it but it's kind of like you've had some work done you've had some work done well when he got in trouble because his special started out with a domestic violence joke and everybody was like, whoa, seriously, like that's what you're doing? Domestic violence? And then you get into the rest of the special and not only are the jokes dumb, but he's passing off old jokes as though he wrote them himself. So he's stealing other people's work and, pa- and and it's not like yeah, like your brother-in-law. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like he's stealing from known comedians. These are just all old jokes that we've heard before. I've heard. Okay, so the the joke he started out his um his special on was 
he and a friend went to a restaurant when they went into town and they noticed that the hostess had a black eye. And he was like, oh man, you know, she's got a black eye. I feel kind of bad for her. You know, I don't, I don't know why, you know, this is the face of your, this is the face of your company and you got her out there and, and she's got a black eye. Why would they do something like that? And his buddy was like, man, yeah, it seems like they should like let her hide. Maybe like put her back in the kitchen or something, you know, to hide that black eye. And he's like, well, you know, I feel like if she was any good in the kitchen, she wouldn't have that black eye. Right. That was my reaction too. <laughs> that was my reaction too. That's a horrible joke, but we've all heard that joke. That joke is fucking old. Well, the, the old one is, what do you tell a woman with two black eyes? Nothing. You've already told, told her, her twice. twice. Yeah. Yeah. So, and his entire special is jokes like that. That he's just like ripped from society. And he's not even... Now, if he wanted to take these jokes and break them down and turn his special into... Kind of uh, like a like a a special about why stuff like this is not funny and just feeds into the misogyny of the society. Yeah, great, do that. A lot of comedians do that. They'll start out with a horrible, horrible joke and get you going. Whoa, why the fuck did he say that? And then they spend the next hour breaking it down. Yeah, and you know, making you laugh while they're breaking down the misogyny and you know the the awfulness of of, of the culture. That's that's what you do. Anthony Jesselnick tells some of the most god-awful jokes, like dead baby jokes and like just this, like seriously. But the way he tells them is he tends to flip the script on them. Mm -hmm. And you're like horrified. And then also you see why he said it. You're like, oh, I get it. Okay. And he's making a social commentary. Okay. But Matt Reif is just taking old rehash jokes and, you know, just turning them into special and it, it was just not funny well going back to the jawline so his special comes out a bunch of people are like fuck you fuck matt rife we're just not going to deal with you anymore and then this plastic surgeon on tiktok who is known for being funny posts the video and it's it is him skipping down the hallway just skipping down the hallway of his office with a big old smile on his face. And the caption says, when your client, who you did some work for, blows up his career. And that's all it said. That's like all it said. But this was right after the, the special came out and everybody got mad about it. And then Matt Reif, who apparently doesn't know when to shut the fuck up, jumps on the comment section of this post and he's like, you know, you can't talk about medical procedures without the permission of the person that had them. That is against the law. And everybody's like, oh, we didn't know it, but now we do. Like, you dumbass, he didn't say your name. <laughs> now, he deleted that post when he realized what he had done. But, like, I mean, this guy's career is fucking over. He gave an interview to Jordan Peterson the other day. Because that's the only people that will talk to him. Jordan fucking Peterson, who is the most dumbest, quote unquote, philosopher. He is a, a psychologist from Canada who thinks he is God's gift to everybody. And he talks in big words and tries to make himself feel intelli sound intelligent. Right. He is a dumb person's idea of what a smart person sounds like. Uh. 
but if you start breaking down what Jordan Peterson says, it is the most banal bullshit, and you're like, you're a dumbass. That's the only people that will talk to Matt Rife right now. <laughs> because he's so stupid. And, and before all this, you were like, oh, if he comes to Little Earth's area, I want to go watch him. He was so he's so, yeah. so funny. Yeah, you were all for it. Yeah, 100%. I was, I was, it kills me. 90% of his audience is women. Yeah. Which drives him crazy. He hates it. He wants to be a guy's guy. He doesn't want women to support him, but women made him. Yeah. And then he gets on this special and trashes women for an hour and a half. And it's like, dude. And and what what kills me is he was he said that he did his special for men. It was not for women. And I'm like, do you really think that that's what men think is funny? Apparently. Because that says a lot about what you think of men. And that's not flattering at all. Like, you're not just a misogynist, but you pretty much, you think men are stupid. And you think men are horrible. Because they would laugh at domestic violence jokes. Somebody pointed out that in the special, the camera never showed the audience laughing. They never put the, audi- they never put the camera on the audience. And the laughter sounds a little weirdly piped in. Huh. So there's a good chance he was not getting the, the action that he, that he was supposed to be getting on this, on this special. <clears throat> but having said that, his crowd work, he is brilliant at crowd work. That was the stuff that drew me to him because his crowd work is amazing. Yeah. He's just a bad comedian. He's lazy. He's a hack. Yeah, like, like I know there's also been seeing a lot of clips of another one that he's he, he he's uh, he interacts with the crowd a lot, mm-hmm. but he's like a more foul mouth guy. And like he was sitting there talking, and he was like, like there's one he was making fun. I was like, whoa, 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 dude, you this guy right here's got one of those blind people walking sticks. Are you like legally blind? And the guy's like that was sitting next to him said, yeah. And he goes. And why the fuck did you spend all that money on a front row seat? You could have put him in, you could put that motherfucker in the back and told him we were in the front. I mean, the whole time he's been staring at the at the speaker because he thinks I'm over there. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then there was one where it was like there was a man and his wife and their kid in the front row. And this kid was like fourteen, maybe. Yeah. I think he asked him how old he was. And he says, Did your dad have the sex talk with you? And the kid kind of started laughing a little bit and shaking his head, yes, kind of like embarrassed. Yeah. And he goes, did he tell you everything? He goes, yeah, I think so. And he goes, did he tell you the first time you go down on a girl? Be careful. It's got some bite to it. <laughs> <laughs> that first time, it's going gonna, it's gonna to catch you off guard. You're like, ooh, well, maybe it's okay, but ooh, that, that caught me off guard. It's going to catch you off guard the first time you do that. Just go ahead and taste your daddy didn't tell you. You, you heard it from me. <laughs> I bet his dad was like, yeah, thanks. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, I appreciate you so much for destroying the innocence of my 14-year-old. <laughs> I saw TikTok. They made me laugh. It was this guy that, he was a deaf guy, and he had to FaceTime his wife because he was looking for a sense for his truck. Mm-hmm. And he was FaceTiming his wife, who was also deaf, so they were sign language in the video call. Mm-hmm. And he was asking, you know, what kind of sense should I get for my truck? What's going to smell good, you know? And she's like, well, just get something that reminds you of me. And he's like, okay, you know, okay, the sign's okay. Mm-hmm. And so later on, it shows her getting in the car. 
He's got one of them little single serving packs of tuna fish. Ain't <laughs> He's like, that's what you told me to get. <laughs> did you? Did you? This is this is terrible. I'm gonna get canceled for this, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. Did oh, you see? Lord. Did you see the one where um, it was a TikTok and these two guys were standing at the window? One of them walks up to the other one and he's looking out the window. He's like, what's going on? He said, yeah, I've been getting death threats. Oh, yes. I saw that one. <laughs> he said, no, you mean death threats. He's like, no. And then they show the guy down on the sidewalk. He's like, I'm going to kill you. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to like sign that he's going to kill him and shit. Yeah. <laughs> then he jumps in the car. He's like, go, go, go. <laughs> but still, uh, I think it was this week. Is uh, <laughs> I probably saw... The funniest fucking TikTok I've ever seen. Actually, I don't think it was TikTok. I think it was on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I've never laughed so fucking hard at this damn thing. I was hurting. I was my eyes were tearing up. Both of my supervisors, my my like my dispatch and the uh, terminal manager, both actually came into the other room where I was taking my lunch break to make sure that I was okay. Because they didn't know what was going on. Because I was just like dying in there. And I've sent it to you. And I've sent it to like all kinds of people. It was this Australian guy. <laughs> that was talking about checking the. Uh, he, this this tube going to the ground. Checking the water levels. And he says what I have here is a plumb line. You know it's just like a measuring tape. With a, with a weight on the end. And we're going to drop it down there. And we hit the water. We know how much water we got. He says, pretty simple to use, but you still got to kind of know what you're doing. So he lets it go. And you see this little cord going down in there real fast. It was, it was like a little chicken farm. The next thing you know, he hears, and this chicken, <laughs> the, the rope got tangled around the chicken's leg. <laughs> and drove the chicken into the pipe. And as the chicken's going down the pipe, you can hear it go, it was making such a horrible noise. It was like, and then just goes down the pipe. <laughs> but you can hear it as he gets further away going down the pipe, just making noise. <laughs> and the guy looks down the pipe and goes, well, the chicken got his leg caught in the rope. He goes like, oh, shit. <laughs> just puts the <laughs> lid on it and leaves. Takes off running. <laughs> He's in the truck driving away. <laughs> oh, my God. I was laughing so fucking hard at that shit. God. <laughs> Oh, my God. That was probably the funniest fucking thing I've seen on TikTok in a long, <laughs> long fucking time. What, seriously? What? What do you got? I got invited to an Xbox Live party, and I'm not even on my, my Xbox. I not even fucking turned on. <laughs> well, your your buddies want you to come play with well, them. Well, they know it's about time, so. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're almost done here. I've just got a few but more things I want to talk but about. that's the one that you're wanting me to ask. About Petco and PetSmart. <laughs> I do. I want to know. Go ahead. Well, no. Because you, you, you want me to ask him if Petco and PetSmart are owned by the same parent company because they don't sell competing products. Yeah. Like, I go in. I go into PetSmart and I can find certain things. But if I go into Petco, I can't find the same things. But you would think if they were direct competitors, they would have at least something similar for different prices. But they have completely different products yeah. in each store. So it would make sense that they're owned by like maybe the same parent company or the same holding company. 
or maybe the two people that own it are buddies are like, hey, you sell this, I'll sell that. That way we have to compete with each other. We can both make a shitload of money. Yeah, exactly. Like because the guy I'm referring to, he 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 works. He's a manager for one of them. Yeah. Well, I I, I want to know. I really want to know. And it was funny because the other night when we were playing, he's like, uh, hang on a second, one of my because he's a a store manager, right? Mm-hmm. He says one of my managers from up there is calling me. Let me see what they need. I'll be right back. He said I'm going to stay in the game and in the party. I'm just going to have y'all mute. And he comes back a few minutes later and goes, oh, my God. Like, what? And they said, well, they just had three women go into the store, fill up their buggies full of dog food, and then run out the door with it. Oh, my God. And he goes, what's bad is that they've already watched the video. They know they already sent it in to the cops. All three of the women looked right up at the camera as they were going in and out of the store. Can you know the stores have the cameras like right yeah, there at the door? All fucking three of them looked up at the camera as they went in and looked up at the camera as they walked out. And he's like, these are the stupidest motherfuckers ever. <laughs> well, it's like I was telling you the other day. Remember, like people are, people are fucking dumb. They put their crimes on the internet. Remember when that Bluebell challenge yeah. thing was a thing? Like you would go into Walmart, you would grab a thing of Bluebell, take the, the lid off of it, lick, lick it. it. And then put it back. And you would film yourself doing this and put it on TikTok. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, seriously, if you're going to do your crimes, don't broadcast them. Because you will... Go, that's a felony. You will go to jail for that. And, and, and one that I told you about that cop that was pissed off with the lady. Yeah. <laughs> he kept... Man, he was... like, Because the whole video starts off with like, you have got to be... You just the cop talking to these two ladies. And he's like, you have got to be fucked. Are you talking about a waste of my fuck? Because he's getting tongue-tied. He's so mad, you know. And he's like, you, you, this is the stupidest shit I've ever had to deal with in my life. You must be the dumbest fucking woman I've ever met in my life. What the? F- Seriously, lady, you called 911 because somebody robbed you. Robbed you, lady. You called us because they robbed you, and when they robbed you, they stole, you're claiming they stole the drugs that you brought with you to sell to the other woman that they're next to you. (laughs) Seriously? You're reporting that somebody stole the drugs you were planning on selling to her. (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) It's fucking stupid, man. He was just going off on him. I was just like... (laughs) That's one of those, if you'd have just, just like, I'm done. <laughs> you just turn around and walk off. What are you going to do? <laughs> For some reason, I don't know why TikTok thinks that I want to watch these videos. I mean, it's right, but I don't know what started it thinking that I want to watch these videos. But I've been getting a whole lot of body cam videos from, like, cops and stuff. And you know the way I feel about cops. We're not going to go into that. But some of these videos are fucking hilarious because, like, Okay, don't be a dick to the cops. Like, especially if they're not, like, being a dick to you. There is no reason if a cop pulls you over for speeding or whatever it was you were doing, just give them your license, give them your registration and your insurance, and take the ticket and go about your day. Quit arguing see, with that, them that, see, like it's right going to make you let them, like it's going to make them let you go. That's one of those things that talk about how things have changed over time. Because, like, even today, we've talked about it. Um, 
if you're if you pull up next to somebody and you're in, in your in a car and you recognize them, you want to talk to them. What do you do to get them to roll the window down? You make that little cranky motion. Because that's how you used to roll the window down. Yeah. You you don't roll a window. You push a button. Right. Right. But then what made me think of that was that you talk about how cops don't ask to see your license and registration and proof of insurance. Because before they even walk to your car, they already know if you got it. They've already got that. Yeah, they've got that stuff on. They know if you've got computer. it or not before they ever get up there. Because that's what they're doing in the back of the car. Because mm-hmm. everything's online now. Yeah. They know before they get to that car if it has registration, if it has current registration, they know if it has current insurance, and they know who the car is registered mm-hmm. to. Based on the license plate. Now, that may not be you in the, in the driver's seat, right. but they well, know who the car is to. Because when I was in, still in my first marriage, you know, her dad was the lieutenant of the DPS for that whole area of Texas, mm-hmm. right? He was over a huge area. I was running late for work one day when I was heading to the prison. And I knew better than in speed, but I was speeding anyway. Because I was running late. I got pulled over. So now you're even more late. <laughs> the car was my current wife's car, right? Mm-hmm. But it was registered under her dad's name. <gasps> oh... So he pulled me over, and he sat back there for a while. I was like, man, what's this dude to hurry up? I got to go. And then he finally got out of his car, and he start, and he walks up. And as he's walking up to the door, I have the window down. I have mm-hmm. my hands on the steering wheel like you're supposed to. Ten and two. As he's talking to me, I notice in my, in my side view mirror, he's got one hand on his gun. Because he knows you're not your father-in-law, and he's like, Because he worked. For my father-in-law. <laughs> Directly for my father-in-law. So he was like, who are you? <laughs> I was like, what, do you want my license? He goes, well, first off, uh, do you know whose car this is? And I went, oh, shit. <laughs> I said, that's why you seem kind of jumpy. I was like, here, let me give you my license. I said, the car is registered under my father-in-law's name. I'm married to his daughter. I know who you're talking about. Yes, here. <laughs> and he started talking to him, and he's like, well, what's going on? I told him I'm running late for work. He goes, well, you need to slow down. I was like, yeah, I know. And he ended up letting me go. But it was, I just noticed, I was like, why is this dude walking up with this kind of like at this weird yeah, kinda, angle? Yeah, kind of like kind of real guarded. And he already like- had his hand on his gun, and I'm just like. So fuck it. I, I was speeding, I know, but goddamn, I didn't run from him. As soon as he hit his lights, I pulled over. <laughs> And then, and then just the look on his face is like, do you know whose car you're in? Where'd you get this car from? I'm like, what? I was like, oh, you are probably asking me that because this car is still registered under my wife's uh, dad's name. Yeah. Okay, so you may not remember this, but you might. We were working Sanderson Farms in Waco, Texas. So mm-hmm. this is going to be... End of 2007, beginning of 2008. So right after we started. Right after we started. Well, we started early 2007, but anyway. Now, this is before. This Well, this is right around the time that the iPhone came out. Okay. 2007, 2008. Because I think there may have been one, one version of the iPhone on the market. Well, I didn't have an iPhone. But I had one of the first smartphones 
that was on the market. We had traded in our flip phones and had gotten, I had gotten a smartphone with a screen. <clears throat> we got pulled over in Bellmead. Remember that? We were coming, we were on our way home. We got pulled over in Bellmead. I didn't have my insurance card with me. And I had no way of getting oh, it. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. I had no way of getting it. I wasn't with you. But you were telling me about it. Okay. So, <laughs> cop comes up, starts talking to me. Do you have your license? Yes, sir. I have my license. Do you have your insurance? No, sir. I don't have my insurance. Do you have insurance on the car? Yes, I do. Okay. But you don't have your insurance card. I said, no, sir, I don't. Um, I, I left it at the house. I just I just don't have it. He said, okay. I'm going to write you a ticket for not having insurance. I'm going to send you on your way. Just make sure you slow down. I said, yes, sir. Well, while he's in his car doing whatever he's doing, I'm on my smartphone and I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work, but, you know, <laughs> I'm going to check it. So I get on the website of the insurance company that I use and I was able to pull up a screenshot of my insurance policy on my phone. And he comes walking back up to the car to give me whatever he was going to give me. And I showed him that on my phone. I said, will this work? Because this is my insurance policy. And he looked at it. He goes, how the fuck did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> and then he just starts laughing. He's like, yeah, this is fine. I'll tear up the ticket. You got insurance. <laughs> but I guess that was before they were able to pull up like your insurance yeah. information, like, you know, like digitally or whatever. And he was like, because nobody at that time, like nobody had smartphones. Yeah. So they weren't used to being able to do stuff like that. But the look on his face when I was able to show him that, he's like, how the fuck did you, you do, do that? that? <laughs> yeah. I, I was not with you, but I remember you telling me about that. And you were not coming back home from <coughs> Texas. Well, I, no, I was coming home from, from work. Mm-mm. Because I was in Bellmead. I got pulled over in Bellmead right before he got to the Sonic. Were you coming home from work? Yep. Because I vividly remember, because as I was passing the Sonic, his lights went on, and I went, crap. Because <laughs> you can't speed in Bellmead, Texas. You cannot speed in Bellmead, Texas. You and can the, speed in Bellmead before you can speed in that other fucking town. What was that town? Riesel? Re- oh, my God, Riesel. They will, like, murder you if you speed in Riesel. They, 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 there's a little town. It's got one red light. Yeah. And there's always a cop sitting in the same place on both sides of the road. Yep. And it was funny because my oldest son that's in college at A&M, a few months back, he sent me a message. He goes, hey, thanks for reminding me about that town. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was driving, I was going, and I was like, oh, that town said, oh, this is the town my dad told me about. So yeah. he slowed down and sure as shit, and there, he, there they were. And they will, and, and it's the sheriff's office. It's not even it's not even like a city cop or anything that's there. No. It's the sheriff's office, and they sit there, and they wait for you. And they will get, and what he likes to do is he likes to sit in this little spot right before it goes back up to 70 miles an hour. Yeah. Because people like anticipate going up and he will, get he you, will tag you're, you quick. You're at 70 before. And the other one sits on the other side mm-hmm. getting you if you don't slow down before it goes down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't had to protect and serve. You got to hit the right tickets. Yes. Oh, but there was a, a, a Texas cops are like that. Uh, there's actually a town in Texas. Um, oh my God, what is the name of that it's town? In East Texas. Well, it's it's just a little bit north of Houston, um, but it the the population of the town is like 250 people, and they bring in over a million dollars a year in speeding tickets. Like that pays the salaries of like all the cops that work there, and they you know have, you're talking about, don't you? You're talking about, it's not the small town that does it, it's the big town. Which one? Cleveland. 
Yeah, but but there's a small town like a little north of Houston. They had two. Well, it's in between. It's one of like those little suburb kind of deals in between Houston and Cleveland. Yeah, but the, but this this town has 250 people in it. They've got like 75 cops that work there, and it's like, are you kidding me? That's like two thirds of the town is cops, you know, and, and they got motorcycle cops. Yeah, because he'll sit over there on the side of the road looking back at traffic, and just staring <laughs> down his little radar gun like he's going to shoot somebody or. Well, they ended up firing the the or uh, yeah the the town ended up firing the the chief of police because of how corrupt he is and because of what he was doing in the town and because most of the cops that were hired there had all gotten fired from other places places for like domestic violence or excessive force or they like they all had like really bad records and nobody would hire them but this guy hired them. So that they could like abuse the the population of the town, yeah, and you know bring in all of this money, and yeah, they ended up firing him uh, because it came out that he was like, he's not a felon in Florida, but he has like some legal troubles in Florida that he lied about in order to get the job as the police chief, and when the news report like came out on him, the town was like, oh, okay, yeah, you're not staying. We can't let you stay. Well, see, like the one I was thinking of was the one that's more in East Texas, <clears throat> not too far from where we lived. They got in trouble for kind of the same thing, but they would confiscate shit from people when they stopped. Oh, can I say the name of the town? And then what they got them caught is they were confiscating the shit. And then selling it. Yeah, can I say the name of the town? I, I, yeah, because I can't remember the name. Tenahaw. Tenahaw. Yeah. Tenahaw, Texas. The the sheriff's the sheriff's department and the local cops were all in, in this collusion this. scheme. They would stop people from out of town and like like they stopped a church van one time and took nine thousand dollars out of the church van and refused to give it back because that was like seized property. Mm-hmm. And so they like kept it for the for the uh, the police station. And used it to pay for stuff. They would confiscate drugs and resell it. Mm-hmm. They would confiscate like weapons and resell them. And what kills me, what fucking kills me, is that the sheriff of that goddamn town was one of my dad's best friends before he died. <laughs> Not my dad's. My dad's still alive. This guy passed away. Um, I don't know about ten years ago from cancer. But he and my dad were like best friends. And I'm like. How did you not know that this guy was so fucking corrupt? Like, my parents have the worst judgment. Because, no, they don't have the worst judgment. They live their life with their blinders on. They really do. Big time. They really do. Now, don't get me wrong. This police guy, I mean, this this sheriff, super sweet guy. Super sweet guy. Church man, whatever. Of course he was nice. He was living a good life. Hell yeah. Corrupt as hell. This fucking made it to CNN about Tenahaw. Tenahaw, Texas has what a thousand people that live there? Maybe it's in between two small, two slightly larger towns. Like it's a, it's a fucking truck stop on the way between towns. And it was and then another little in. town you were lived in made the the made big time news. Oh, center. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when when that uh, when that the bank. <laughs> <laughs> from cnn one day and i went no no <laughs> it was it was a fucking um um it, it was a video like from a security, uh, a security camera from underneath a bank awning 
uh, like a drive-through. No, the one you saw was from the other side. No, no, no. This was the, the one that I saw because it showed it showed the well. It was it was from a bank awning, and the reason I knew where it was is because that bank is directly across the street from an auto zone, and I saw the auto zone, and I went, "That can't be center," but it was. And this, this guy pulls up to the to the the drive-through, and he goes to the the far outside lane of the bank to go to the ATM and he's in a truck. He's in a big Ford F-250, one of those big giant trucks, whatever. But he's got a camper back behind this truck. And I guess he didn't realize that the clearance on this camper and he just pulled that whole motherfucking awning down. <laughs> it's just, he pulls forward and the whole thing just goes, whoop. <laughs> it just collapses. Right. And that I, whole motherfucker now. Oh my god! I'm so glad that like nobody was hurt. I mean, he had his like ten year old kid in the in the front seat with him. You know, because nobody was at the line at the time too. Right, right. But but yeah. But I I, I, sw I swear to you, I saw that video and I went, it cannot be Center Texas. <laughs> it was, <laughs> and it was on CNN. <laughs> like we we we've gone to the big time, y'all. <laughs> we made the TV. <laughs> Fix them rabbit ears. We're going to record this shit. <laughs> oh, God. I laughed so hard. I was like, little bitty center text. that just ended up on CNN. <laughs> <laughs> There's 5,678 people that live in center Texas. I've seen that population sign. And it's called center because it's in the center of fucking nowhere. Yeah. It's in the center of Shelby County. That's why it's called center. That's it. And there is nothing... I don't know how we ended up in that. I really don't know how we ended up in that town. Like, because there's just nothing there. There's a there's a community college there. And my dad got a job as the administrator of that college. And, and he... Gosh, he did that for 10, 15 years. He's the administrator of, the, of the, the community college. And that's the only reason I can think of that we went anywhere near that town. I mean, it, there's there's nothing there. There is nothing. Center is, it's an hour from anything. Yeah. Literally like an hour from anything. It's half an hour from Nacogdoches, but that's not really like being close to anything. Because there's nothing in Nacogdoches either. Except a slightly bigger school. Yeah. But, oh my God. <laughs> so I have a bunch of other stuff I want to talk about, but it's all heavy stuff and we're toward the end and I don't want to talk about it anymore. So the last thing I'm going to say... <laughs> <laughs> I told you about this earlier and it made me laugh so hard. George Santos oh. is on Cameo. <laughs> and if you don't know what Cameo is, it is a video site where you can pay celebrities to give you a customized message. So like if you want, oh, I don't know. James uh, Earl Jones. James Earl Jones to give a birthday message to your sweetie. You can pay however much James Earl Jones charges and he will record a birthday note and send it to your sweetie. And, you know, different people charge different things. There's some cameos you can get for 30 bucks. There's some cameos that are going to cost you 10000 depending on who does it and how, how in demand that they are. Um, but George Santos has decided that since he is no longer in Congress and getting his $174,000 a year, 
Um, he needs to make money somehow. So he has decided to charge somewhere between $200 and $400 to have a customized message sent from you to your sweetie. By George. <laughs> and you want to know who one of the first people who got a cameo was? John Fetterman. <laughs> John Fetterman play, paid $200 to have a customized message sent to Bob Menendez. And Bob Menendez is another senator. Um, he was the head of the Foreign Relations Committee. And he is the, he is a corrupt motherfucker. He <laughs> was being actively bribed by the Egyptian government to the point where the Egyptian government bought his wife a brand new Mercedes Benz when she wrecked hers and was sending Bob Menendez all kinds of stuff for his house. They paid for his house. There were gold bars in this man's house that had been sent from people to bribe him. And he was like, oh yeah, those are gifts. No, no, Mr. Menendez, they're not. Nobody gives people gold bars. What's wrong with you? So anyway, um, John Fetterman thinks that Bob Menendez needs to step down. A lot of people in Congress are like, Bob, we understand you're a Democrat. You gotta go. We don't tolerate, we don't tolerate corruption the way the Republicans do. <laughs> you gotta go. Well, the guy refuses to step down. So John Fetterman decided to pay George Santos to give Bob from New Jersey a little personalized message <laughs> and John Fetterman didn't tell him who he was or who it was going to. It was just Bob from New Jersey. And so George sent him a sweet little message that said, Bob, don't let the haters get you down. <laughs> Hang in there. You'll be fine. <laughs> tell them to leave you alone. <laughs> it's great. And then Jimmy Kimmel got in on, um, the thing, and um, <clears throat> when you do cameos, you can either have the famous person do their own message, on, you know, with some parameters like, hey, give a birthday message to Thomas, you know, and they'll just kind of riff and do their own little message, right? Or you can give them a script and tell them things to say. Well, Jimmy Kimmel decided that he was going to pay for a bunch of cameos <laughs> of George Santos saying the most ridiculous, weird things. I'm gonna have to watch that later. They're good. Because <laughs> he, has, he has him say some really unhinged shit. <laughs> but having said that, um, George Santos has been on Cameo for roughly a week, and he has managed to rake in about $50,000. <laughs> and I don't know how to feel about that. I kind of don't want to be mad about it, because, you know, if you can get you a good grift going, why not? If people are going to pay you to say stupid shit on the Internet, let them pay you. At least you're not in Congress affecting laws. Right. So, you know, I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> but um, uh, Jared Moskowitz, is that his name? Uh, he's a House member. Um, put out an in memoriam uh, video. Oh, that. Oh, my God. <laughs> of all the people we've lost in Congress this year. <laughs> Who are leaving or said they were leaving or yeah. have left. So it's a black and white video, and it's got Sarah McLaughlin's and the arms of the angels playing over it. 
And it starts out, you know, like those in memoriam uh, things that they do, like at the Oscars, you know, and they show these beautiful little pictures and they have the name and everything. Well, it was an in memoriam thing, and in the arms of the angels are playing, and you see George Santos's picture, and he comes up, and it says George Santos on the bottom. And then you see Kevin McCarthy's picture, and it says Kevin McCarthy on the bottom. And then you see, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but the, the guy that uh, gaveled out uh, when uh, McCarthy, like the interim speaker, when yeah. McCarthy said it, and it has his name. And you're like, okay, well, who else are they going to do? And then George Santos comes back up again, and then they say Anthony DeVolder. <laughs> yeah, they show the same picture of George Santos like four different times. And each one of them has got a different one of his names. <laughs> and then then they show his drag, when he's dressed up as a drag queen, and they've got Kiara, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever the drag queen's name was. <laughs> I'm telling you. Jared Mo- Jared Moskowitz is a fucking chaos demon, and I am here for it. <laughs> it's about like that one that was coming out that that came out to talk about how uh, this is a message from George Santos' his sister. We all know that George has left the country. Please stop calling me. I don't know where it is. Don't I don't know where he is. And it shows a picture of George Santos in drag. Says he's his sister. <laughs> This has been such a such a weird year in politics. It's such a weird year. Like I don't even get it. I keep wanting every to year s- is a weird year in well, politics. I keep wanting to say something like it can't possibly get any weirder or any worse than this, and then but I'm sure the universe would see that as a challenge. Yeah, please don't say that out no, loud. No, I would never. I would never. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> I would never. You can think that to yourself, but don't say it out loud, please. <laughs> Mike Johnson has referred to himself as Moses and said the Lord came to him and spoke to him and told him he was given a mandate to lead. And I'm like, you know, normally when people say stuff like that, like some random person on the street tells you something like that, you're going to take them to a, new, to a, a mental institution as quickly as possible. Because if you're hearing voices, sweetie, <laughs> that ain't good. Not good. And this man is second in line from the presidency. Anyway, that's all the stuff I had to talk about. I'm not talking about Trump tonight, because fuck him. Yeah. I don't want to do it. (laughs) Now, I'm going to say one thing about him. I saw a picture of him. It showed the back of his head, where he had his comb over working, Mm -hmm. and trying to cover his bald spot. Right. And it said, well, you just want to find 11,780 hairs. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, you know, the only thing that's going to save us is if that man drops dead from a, from a, uh, a Big Mac heart attack. I, I think, I think Republican Party is screwed no matter what. Oh yeah, 100%. The Trumps own that party. I don't know if the kids have the charisma to pull off what dad has pulled off though i really don't it doesn't matter they've got the name that the people want if he were to kill over and die then they would say that they convinced one of his kids to to stand in in his place honestly if if ivanka ivana ivanka if ivanka were to step in for him she would probably win extremely easily because she doesn't come off as an unhinged lunatic and she has the Trump. Yeah. 
And she's probably really the only one of that family actually has any kind of common sense. Yeah. I, I, I think she has the common sense that while she would be a terrible leader in that she would back up all of the horrible things that the Republicans want to do, I don't think she would do something actively treasonous the same way that Daddy has done. Right. I, I really don't. Like, I think she would actually find herself bound by the Constitution. And she's also the only smart one of the group. And the Constitution that his lawyers are arguing that oh, he never took an oath to that Constitution. It's like, motherfucker, we saw him do it. We saw, like, like that's was, their defense. I know that he didn't take an oath to the con, have anything to do with the Constitution because he is not an officer of the country. No, no, no. They said he wouldn't. It's a specific way that they worded it. Um, he said he wouldn't uphold the Constitution. Anyway, they they were wording it like the oath that he took was narrow and didn't apply if you used a slightly different word. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's some legal trickery. Hopefully the judge is not that stupid to fall for that. But I don't know. They've already they've already said that he can run on the ballot in Colorado and uh the other state that they were trying to um <clears throat> they were trying to keep him off the ballot under the fourteenth Amendment. Well, like that one judge in Colorado was like, yes, you did, in fact, incite an insurrection. But you can stay on the ballot. It's okay. I just, I don't understand why he gets such special treatment. Why are people scared of him? I, like, I don't, I don't get that. It's because of how many of these idiotic followers he has dug up and they don't want to piss them off. I actually heard somebody on TikTok Live the other day. Um, the uh, The question that was asked by the host was, why do you support Trump? And this, this person was trying to say, well, I support him because he brings people together. And I wanted to say, what people has he brought together? He's literally divided the country. He's divided the country into Trump supporters and everyone else. Because if you don't support him, you're against him. He actively wants to put you in jail. Like, he has said this. He's He has come out and said that people who disagree with him are people who go against his agenda. He wants to put them away. Like, <laughs> he, he, he did a, a town hall with Hannity the other day. And Hannity asked him twice, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? You're not going to abuse your power, are you? And the first time he kind of hemmed and hawed and didn't really answer the question. And then Sean Hannity asked him again, you're not going to abuse your power, are you? You're not going to become a dictator. And he's like, no, 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 no I won't do that. Except for day one. I'll be a dictator on day one. And then everybody fucking clapped. Okay, he's going to be a dictator on day one. What dictator gives up that kind of power? Has a dictator, has a dictator in history ever given up the ability to be a dictator? Like, have they ever just gently stepped down and said, no, I'm done being a dictator? No. If he's going to be a dictator on day one, he's going to continue that shit. Yeah. He is going to piss all over the Constitution. 
He's already he's already said explicitly that he's going to go in there on day one. He's going to make all federal jobs, all federal employees, at-will employees instead of career employees. He's going to make them at-will employees. He's going to give them a loyalty test, and if they fail it, he's going to fire them, and he's going to replace them with somebody that does whatever he wants no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that's literally the only thing that kept him, that kept the insurrection from working, is there were a couple of people who were like, no, we can't do this. So he's just not going to have that. He's learned from his mistakes. He's just not going to have that this time around. And if he makes it into office in 2024... I thought you said you were going to talk about Trump never for an leaving. hour. Well, I didn't want to talk about Trump for an hour, but you got me on the subject. I just mentioned thing about his hair, and then you kind of went off from there. I'm sorry. That's I all I'm talking talk. about. That dude, but I'm, I, he scares me, and, and I've never been scared of a politician before. But he he legitimately scares me because of what he represents and what's going to happen when he gets back in office. It just it genuinely scares me. I know it's like part of me sits back and thinks about it's like man, fuck. You know, if he would have went ahead, if he would have won in 2020, we'd almost be done with him. Yeah. But if he'd have won in 2020, I don't think he would leave. Probably not. <sighs> They'd figure out a way to change the laws. and You can be a lifetime president. And mm-hmm. He's already said he wanted to do that um, because he said he admired uh, President Xi in uh, China because they have lifetime presidents over there. He said maybe we should do that. Yeah, because I remember that. He's like, maybe we should do that. Wouldn't y'all like to see me in there forever? I'd like to see you. There's a lot of things I'd like to see. And somewhere none of else. Nice. Where I could sneak in and piss on the dirt above you. <laughs> You're far too nice. Far too nice. And I would happily go to jail for it. I saw a comedian. I saw a comedian one time, and he was like, "You telling me that in the four years that Trump was in office, nobody ever, you know, not not even once, not even once, not even once, <laughs> tried to, but, you know, just get him in Minecraft, just not even once." <laughs> yeah, but you say that you remember. I I can remember how you were, and I can remember how a lot of people were. We're on edge after the inauguration and the first time Kamala got out of that car. Yeah. Everybody was really nervous about if something was going to happen, like right there, right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised that none of his stupid ass followers, they may have been arrested for it. They just hadn't made any big news about it, a big mm. deal about it. Because I honestly have a hard time believing that none of that orange face fucktard, none of his loyalists have made an attempt. I have a hard time believing that none of them have. I'm sure they probably have. We should probably don't hear about it. 
because they probably don't want. That's like seeing the streaker on the field at the baseball game. Like they don't show that on the cameras because they don't want you to see it. They don't yeah, want to encourage, encourage it. it. Yeah. You can't tell me that none of them's tried. Mm, I probably have. Oh, Mike Johnson is releasing the January 6th footage, right? Because he said he, he said he was going to release everything. Well, he released some of it, right, at, at first. And <laughs> people started getting arrested that hadn't been arrested before for being at January 6th. And then he stopped releasing footage, and he's like, well, we've got to go through there. We've got to, like you know blur everybody's faces so you can't see who it is because we don't want them we don't want the doj to go after them like for retribution and stuff and then they walk, don't want them harassing them harassing them and then they walked that back in an official statement from his office and they're like no no no, no, no. it wasn't the doj we're worried about we're worried about like normal people retaliating against these people and the doj has had this footage for months which they have which they have but well, the reason they're blurring all the faces is because it's not the DOJ that's going after these people. Specifically. Because they don't necessarily know who all these people are. But normal people like you or me are seeing the footage and going, wait a second, isn't that Uncle Johnny? And then those guys are calling the DOJ and they're going, hey, I can identify this guy for you. He's, he's here. And he lives down the road from me. And then they're, the DOJ is going after him because now they know who they are. Yeah. And so the party of law and order is like, no, fuck the law and order. We're just going to let these guys get away with an insurrection. So, I wonder how many of them are just walking around looking for people with little pictures and going, have you seen this man? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a badly drawn cartoon Great picture. picture. <laughs> have you seen this man? <laughs> Still my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> I know. That's why I wanted to end on that. All right. Yeah, that. we're ending on this. We, we've, we've, been, we've been doing this way too long. Um <laughs> And we didn't have shit to start off with. And I told you, I was like, it don't matter. We, <laughs> We're going to find something to talk about. Because every time we, we've sat down ahead of time and gotten like a lot of shit to talk about, we like zip through it real fast or yeah. we don't get to everything. We don't sit there and kind of like conversate about things for very long. It's like this, this, this. Okay, let's get, what else you got? Okay, you got this, this, this. And we're trying to like get down the list. But if we're just talking, it kind of flows a little better. I told you what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I admit it. Oh, oh. You're right. It's all. It's it's been recorded. Oh, it's you're been right. recorded that you said that. <laughs> What's today? Yeah, um, it's the it's Saturday the eighth. December eighth, two thousand twenty-three. <laughs> we'll go down in infamy as the day. The day that Thomas was finally right. No, no, no. Thomas is always right. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It's the that. day that you finally admitted it. And that reminds me of something I was going to talk to you about when we get done with this. Okay. Well, um, just so you know, um, you lovely people are not going to get to hear what he talked to me about because we're going to go ahead and end it. Yep. And <laughs> we have had fun with you this week. I'm so sorry that we didn't tell you who we were at the beginning of the show because apparently we've stopped doing that now. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but thank well, you when they for... click on it, if somebody clicks on it, it says who it is. That's so. true. But you're always you're still supposed to like say things. That's that's how real podcasts work. Don't you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> thank you for lasting this long. I'm and Rick we, James. We, <laughs> Rick James, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for lasting this long. You can get me on all the socials at Cricket Shay, at Cricket Shay the number one on Threads and Instagram. And uh, we will see you next week. And we love you. Bye.